Morning, fellas. Morning. What's happening? Good I'm morning. tired. Day five. Day five. It's been great, great week. We're here. The the uh, McClay Street entrance. And yeah. It's starting to get packed. It up. is already. Oh, yeah. The vestibule is a buzz. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what it is about this Wednesday, fellas, but I, there's a good amount of traffic coming in. I think some of the most I've seen since the show started. That's nuts. Yeah. That's nuts. The weather's been beautiful. I don't think we could have asked for a better week. How's your show so far? I know we, you know, you guys are, everyone's kind of in and out at this point. We should have a big day today. A yes. lot of, you know, a lot of pictures, a lot of. Yes. Yeah, we got, we'll have a full crew here today. I've been having a great week. We've talked with a lot of new faces, but, but just really, really good folks. There's some good guides. We talked with that, the, uh, a product yesterday that i've been following for a long time oh yeah, yeah. line cutters fell in love with it fell in love with it it's, uh-huh. it's a great equalizer that was it's your nickname a great in high school among, line cutters uh, yeah yeah among fishermen you know you can you know. anyway advance was a cool dude too cool. I, I mean and that really uh Th- that's the american dream right yeah. there what where else can you go and come up with such a simple idea and you know the guys out traveling the country uh, you know, on on Shark Tank, now traveling the country, going to shows. You know, I, I thought it was so cool so interesting product. when he said forty percent of his business now comes from the quilting industry. <laughs> Who would have thought? Yeah. I love yarn. Yeah, yeah. I, I heard so, it. How like, about last night? We got to touch on it. Oh man, Bucky, you had a good night. It was. <laughs> I, 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 I'm flattered, guys. Yeah. That's the word for it. Yeah. I'm very flattered <laughs> and just humble about. The turnout there was some compared to even last year like it was epic obviously every year it gets a little bit bigger but it just exploded like we heard counts of up to 80 people uh, there were at least there were at least 50 i was thinking my head i was trying to be conservative we'll have to go back through the math but just just in the axe throwing pit so we're talking about uh there our fourth annual r2 sportsman's night out yeah right but just in the axe pit alone when they initially did their count it was like 33 34 people just in there yeah and we had and there was overflow outside there was overflow in the the seating area and and if we're i mean it's a lot closer to you know pushing that 100 mark yeah Uh, and what a great venue to have i think we found a home at least i'm settled on it so this was joe k's brew house and i guess that's harrisburg right it it is harrisburg as harrisburg can get yeah and union deposit yep yeah but they were great they, uh, you know, they took on an influx of people, and uh, I think we caught them off guard. Oh, <laughs> they did. They said we were so off guard, but what a great Tuesday night they had. Yeah. The, the the servers and I said, dude, you did a great job. I felt you bad. did the best you could. I he felt bad he, he apologized. He apologized, and I said, man, you did as best as you could have done. And he goes, we didn't even expect this many people when when we. Uh, when you guys booked on uh, Saturday, mm-hmm. we weren't even realizing that this is well, what was going to be. It's a crapshoot. Right, you never right, know. Right. Yeah. So, but we appreciate everyone coming out. We appreciate our friends and, and you know the folks it, that we're blessed. support the show. Yeah. It was absolutely. It was a great, 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 great evening. Great. Yes. Did, did Catfish get his gift last night? Yes, he did. he did. He did. I did not see that you go down. Yeah. So this was oh, the man. Tell- Wayne Campbell comes in with a finished. <laughs> birthday swim bait rod <laughs> this is like next level you know latest technology like you know custom paint it job. was worth the wait it, 
two years worth the wait. Two years in the making. A lot of back and forth and, yeah. and, and plan. Yeah, a lot. But it was lot definitely worth the wait. It was good to see the guys from Swimbait Universe last night. They're good guys. I tell yeah. you what, Will and, and Wayne, those so, guys are, again, like to, to use a catfish phrase, salt of the earth, yeah. man. Salt of the what earth. A, Everybody. What a sight they run, too. Oh, yeah. So. The guys from 717 to Bobby Yurg and his crew. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't even want. Career. I don't even yeah, want to try to name everyone because well, we, yeah, we, we'll we will forget. We will forget. Those somebody. are just the, the ringleaders of their yeah. crew. Yeah, you know it, I mean? was, it like was on top incredible. of incredible. You know, we had such an, an amazing and time. And I l- tried taking pictures. <laughs> I did. Oh, I, <laughs> I took a lot of pictures, but I, for some reason, uh, I, I couldn't. I, I couldn't get everyone. Yeah, and it was they didn't turn out well. Even oh. believe it or not, even some of the pictures oh, and, and videos that we that we sense. did get yeah. didn't didn't do the atmosphere justice. No, that that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's like I, I don't know. That why. joint the light, was the hopping. Light, the lighting wasn't no. mean, conducive to a lot of. We'll selfies, try to post stuff so yeah. people can. Well, we'll get it out. Yeah. yeah, we'll get it out there anyways. But that place was hopping last night. It was like yeah. a Friday night, New Year's Eve. Yeah, or, you know, so it was like a full Buckman. Yeah, <laughs> I'm glad you had a good time. Buddy. I, I that's my element. Time. I and I talked to, to I, I met a, a new best friend. Span the void did a podcast there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Happy birthday, Jimmy. Yeah, yeah. Adventure Jim's birthday. Uh, I just yeah, we we could just go on and on yeah. about random memories. So. And, and I threw an axe last night and didn't hurt myself. I was that's a so nervous, but you you <laughs> got uh, you stuck it. You got it into the wood itself. Uh huh. I struck wood. I don't know how. If you will, like if that's popular in other areas of the country, or it's how growing. many of those. I think it's getting yeah. more because everybody I talk to, oh, we got one in Dashville. We really? got one in you know. Why didn't we think Kentucky? Of that? Like really? They, well, how? it's just not. Uh, you know, it's honestly not intuitive. You know, to have a, a bar situation and axes. axes yeah. Are just not. It goes against I, every common. Yeah, I'm, maybe but, and big then you hatchet. Then you throw a guy like me in there. But they. That's do it. not intuitive at all. Uh, not it. Not. No. It's not a good I idea. Don't know if Bucky ever. Yeah, his hand doesn't form to an axe. Yeah, uh. it's more of a like a like a keyboard or something. Yeah. <laughs> but the bottom line is, is like. He, we had a great time, and yes. they do it in a way that's safe. Oh yeah, and, and fun. Yeah, you know what I mean. You don't just because there's a whack of rules in the beginning doesn't mean you're not gonna have fun. No, and it, absolutely. It just, yeah. That was really cool. That, that's just the legalese of the issue. Yeah, yeah. You know, covering everybody. But I didn't throw. You didn't? No. At all? No, at all. Oh, oh man. Steve. I've been doing a lot of push-ups lately, and I'm afraid that like if I really use my leverage oh, that it would have went through the wall. They're going to go right. through backdrops. I didn't. Stevie, I'm if Wayne a, Campbell's throws didn't go through the uh, wall, then you're all right. It, yeah. You it, don't it, know that. I, He's been doing push-ups. Yeah. <laughs> and jumping jacks. And so, jumping jacks. So your calisthenics are, yeah. calisthenics are through the roof. Right? Oh, man. You don't even know. But, no, it was uh, – there was too much going on. There, there was too much uh, – Stimulation oh. for me to, to be able to settle down and that, throw an axe. That so. kind of stimulation was settle good down, for me. Settle axe. down and throw this axe. No, I can't. This wasn't happening. It wasn't for you. happening. But well, yeah. very cool. So what do we got on we, tap for today? Oh, oh, a whole fellas. slew of things. Whole we, slew. We have it's, a, it's like same stuff, 
different day, but it's different stuff. You know what yeah. I mean? Like we're going to get to some more NRA groups today. We've got that. We're going to talk to a, to a local uh, couple who also, uh, they have their own business, and they uh, run a guide service out in Indiana. Uh, Ain't that something. And that's, they're living the dream there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so All right. I, I'm looking forward to, to getting back out there. You don't have it. a choice, bud. Looking forward to it or not, you're getting back out. Yeah, let's you're get back it. on the so, back on the horse. Let's yeah. get it. All right, guys. All right, Bucky. We are back in the shooting sports hall with Peter Churchborn, NRA's director of hunter services. Good morning. Welcome, How Peter. Peter. How are you doing, man? I'd love to be here. Yeah. How's it's, the show going for you? It's going great. I'm, I've been here for a couple of days, and a lot of enthusiastic members and people yeah. here checking yeah. out all the fun stuff. That's cool. So tell us a little bit about NRA's role in hunter education. Okay. Um, so it was uh, NRA actually started hunter education in 1949 wow. with the help of the Department of Game and Fish in New York. Okay. Um, the, at that time, New York made it mandatory that all new hunters took some sort of hunter safety training. Um, during that same time in the United States, the NRA had a program called the Civilian Marksmanship Program, where we already had instructors and people writing curriculum in the United States that would help people in those endeav endeavors. Great. So the Department of Fish and Game um, up in New York came to the NRA and said, hey, can you help us create a new program that trains our hunters? So we had people that were already writing those type of, of safety programs. Yeah. And at that time in the United States, hunter education, remember this was 1949. We're talking 70 years ago. You right? got yeah. 70 yeah. years ago. We didn't have tree stands. We weren't worried about archery type of stuff. Right. It was right. your basic firearms safety training. Mm -hmm. So who better to come to than the NRA, the people yeah. who wrote the book Absolutely. on firearms training. They, um, the people that worked in hunter services at the time, same department, wrote a manual. It was about a 27-page manual um, that we provided to the state agencies that wanted it okay. to start a hunter safety program in their state. So this is kind of like a guideline for each state to... Uh yeah, uh, I mean, it was the NRA actually at that time, we certified the instructors. And okay. if you got a hunter safety card for the first... 22 years, it said NRA Hunter Education on it. Huh. Wow. Um, and then uh, some changes happened in the early 70s with the Pittman and Robertson dollars. Mm -hmm. um, without going into too much detail, a little more money was added to the fund, and they were able to grant dollars to state agencies to start their own hunter education departments. Okay. So the states could then hire their own employees, and, and in 22 years, a lot more morphed. There's more people hunting, mm -hmm. and there was more things that you needed to teach. And at that time, the NRA, we weren't able to keep up with that. So, and a lot of states wanted to adopt it into their own uh, certain laws. So right, we yeah, just right. turned over all of our records to the state agencies. And we basically got out of the business of hunter safety around 1975. Okay. Okay. So fast forward um, to about um, three years ago, and the NRA decided that 
we weren't happy with how things were going in the world of online hunter education. So hunter education in the United States is supposed to be free. It's, yeah. it, funds are provided from the Pittman and Robertson dollars back to the state agencies mm -hmm. to provide hunter education for free. And still, if you go to an in-person class in any state, majority of those classes are free. There may be a $5 charge for materials or ammunition or something. Right, right. But the majority of those classes are free because they're taught by volunteers. But about 12, 15 years ago, there became online hunter education yeah. where you could take it online. And those are all offered, for the most part, and I'm talking 97%, by a for-profit company right. that made a relationship with a state agency, and then they sold that product to the residents of the states themselves. I can absolutely vouch for that. I'm a relatively new hunter within the last few years, and I took a, uh, I don't know how long it was ago, probably five years ago, took an online hunter safety course, Got and it. I had to pay for it. Yep, so you had to pay for it. Yep. Absolutely. So we started to look at that, and the NRA said, you know, we want to do, we're, we're obviously the, 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 the best in protecting the Second Amendment. Absolutely. But there's a lot more behind the NRA. We've got hundreds of programs that help our members and the citizens of America. Yes. So we said, what can we do to get back into hunter education and help with the problem of the dwindling number of hunting license sales um, because our hunter numbers are dropping. Yeah, so the right. NRA, we said, well, let's get back into hunter education. Let's provide an online class for free because that may be a barrier to some people of having to pay the right. $25, yeah. $29. And if you have three kids coming into oh, hunter man. education yeah. age, that's a hundred bucks. Yeah. And for some people, that may be a, a lot. That may be a lot. Yeah. Plus with the camo and the guns. So we created the best in class, most encompassing, most modern online hunter education program in the world. Nice. And we're giving it away for free. Wow. Where can people go find that class? www.nrahe.org. Thank you. And it's free to everybody. Now it's not it's not in every single solitary state. We're not, we have not been adopted by every state. Um, but where you can go to the website and it's constantly being updated. And if your state is listed, you can get totally certified with the other laws that the state requires, depending on your age. Sometimes mm -hmm. you may have to go to a field day. But we suffice for the online portion. Wow. And even if it's not in one of your states or out there in the world, you're a current hunter, incident rates show that you're more likely to be injured by an experienced hunter than a new hunter. Right. So we all can learn new things. Uh, yeah. right so on. I Absolutely. advise people that have been doing it forever and think they know everything, it's free can't hurt. Go take it. You may learn something and you may save a life. So yes. what, what different yes. topics does that uh, the online course cover? It, it's everything. So we follow the standard of what's called the International Hunter Education Association, okay. which sets the standard for hunter safety across the country. Okay. So they make sure that all the programs, what's being taught in every individual state, and then all the online classes meet a certain standard. So it covers tree stand safety. It covers crossing a fence with so a firearm. So not just firearms. Oh, safety. no. So this is, if you're an archery hunter, yep. 
you got it. Yep. We cover archeries and hunting with dogs and new safety methods of turkey hunting and all wow. kinds of things. You, it's you, very You recommend not to wear the hat that looks like the white-tailed deer head? <laughs> yeah. it, 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 that's not a good thing. No, no. <laughs> I, I suggest against Did it. Did you see that a few years? I, I, I digress, but... Uh, uh, that, I, that was just incredulous when I saw it. There. Well, you know, I'll break into that real quick. So if anybody listening, the new rage in turkey hunting is what's called reaping or using a fan to hide behind. Yes. Yeah. Very dangerous. Uh-huh. I highly suggest not doing it. I, I agree. <laughs> How was your hunting season this year? Um, this year was good. Was it? Um, yes. I, I'm a, I spend a lot of time out in the field. Yeah. Um, I live it. I do not have children, and my wife is very understanding. Oh, wow. Um, so I spend a lot of time in the field, and I roam throughout the country. I actually duck hunted in Nevada this year. Wow. I duck oh, hunted wow. and bow hunted uh, North Dakota. And then in my home state, Virginia, I lease a bunch of property and grew up there and farmed. So I'm fortunate to have access to a lot of places. Great. Do you fish? Um, no, I don't. Oh, okay. <laughs> I do not fish. Okay. Uh, I, that is one thing that I haven't gotten into. I kind of uh, rest and get ready for the next hunting season. Well, that's what you do when you're resting, <laughs> exactly. is you go fishing. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm learning more and more this week about the just the, the, the so many more programs that the NRA covers. When, when, I, when I typically think about the NRA, I think of you know, solely protecting our Second Amendment rights. Like, that's what first comes to mind but wow there are so many different programs oh my goodness, that the nra yes. offers yes yeah uh, you know it's just mind-boggling it is yeah there's a lot of great services that we provide for our members uh, school shield eddie eagle yes uh, the yeah. range program our law enforcement division yeah. a lot of great things exactly sure is. people want to learn more they can't come down here and chat with you guys here at the main nra booth in the gun hall here at the yeah. great american outdoor show how can they find you guys I, I know you gave the website for the hunter education but in general how do you to help people get a hold of you guys sure well the nra website is a, a great resource for everything and there is all kinds of uh, drop down menus where you can find many things that would probably meet their interest great okay. great so nrahe.org is the uh, hunter education program online check that out uh, hopefully your state uh, recognizes it. If not, I'm sure there's a, a lot of work going on behind the scenes to, to get your state uh, on board there. So and like Peter said, take the take the course anyway. Take it you can, you can yeah. always, you know, never hurts to That's put right. information in your mind. That's right. Thank you, Peter. We Thank really you, appreciate Peter. it. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Thanks, buddy. And we're still in the gun hall. This is Uncle Buck with Rutten River Pursuits Podcast. We are with Future Forged here with Joe Reiner, Adam Moreno, and Patrick Alber. Welcome, guys. How's it going? How's the show? Fantastic. It's going great. Thanks for asking. So tell me about this product that uh, you're bringing into the to the AR world here. Sure. So Future Forged is a design firm outfitted with digital manufacturing. We utilize some of the newest materials in carbon fiber and composites research to make the lightest weight AR grips and ergonomic accessories in the world. And I tell you what, I, I've already I've been by the booth before uh, today on day five, and I've picked these up, and it they're air. <laughs> They're one ounce. Yeah, yeah, it's it's unbelievably light. So they also are 85% air on the inside. So the only way that we can make that, you can't mold it, you can't machine it. Mm-hmm. There's an additive process similar to 3D printing that we utilize to be able to make that. Incredible. They're 
hand grips and four grips. Am, am right. I using the correct? Yeah. I'm, I'm not an yep. AR guy, so yeah. That, that's yeah so we we make the the pistol grip for the AR and the the AR15 and the AR10 chassis, and uh, we also have a version of the skeletonized lightweight four grip available in M-Lock and Key Mod. And it's designed to be able to be used with every mode that you can hold a foregrip in. So you get three different angles that you can choose from, but without it being adjustable with moving parts. So that way, every time you reach for that foregrip, it's going to be there where it's supposed to be and not folded up or adjusted in a way that you don't remember it. It also gives you a barricade stop and a finger, and a finger stop as well to keep your you know, hands safer from a, from a short barrel configuration. Man. And it only weighs one ounce by itself. So together, the grip and the foregrip together weigh less than the usual grip by itself. And, and you can get it in the standard flat black to customized. I'm, I'm looking, I'm looking at colors all, all the time, different orders all the time. Beautiful colors. I mean, I, I imagine you guys yeah. can mix any kind of color to, to Most suit. Most the majority yeah, we, of colors, yes. We, we got all do. the tactical yeah. colors and pretty much the rainbow. So we can do a lot of custom work as well. So if you have, you know, team colors or... If you're three-gun team and you got team colors, we can accommodate that. If you're into more of the subdued, stealth sort of tactical um, colors, we got a, we got gray and black. It's primarily a nice black that's meant to ma match Cerakote. And uh, the texture as well is is meant to be pressure sensitive to your fingerprint. So it's actually designed so that when uh, when you have pressure on your fingertip, it, it it reacts with the surface of the grip, similar to how like a Velcro would, so that when you're not in um, when you're not in a stress situation with a with a heavy grip, you're not going to wear your skin as much on a long duration of uh, of usage with your rifle. And with so, that said, the harder you grip, the longer it stays. If you get have sweaty palms, you're, it, yeah. you're not going to slip off no, of this exactly. at all. You cut your palm, you cut your hand. You're out there hunting in Florida. It's sweaty. It's muggy. Yeah. It's going to stay right where you so, put it. So, so that's a. I imagine that's a huge advantage with the tactical guys out there yeah, too. Correct. Like you know, yes, with yes. Well, one of, law enforcement. And one of the problems with the lightweight ergonomic market for the AR platform is they're all mostly aluminum. And aluminum is a great material. I mean, your lower is aluminum, right? Right. But when you hold on to aluminum in cold weather, it acts as a heat sink. And even if you have gloves on, it continues to pull that heat out of your hand. Yeah, yeah. So what happens is you end up getting condensation eventually around your glove, so that little bit of moisture will freeze. And then, I mean, you can have a picture right here. of This is a customer picture of what happens after a while when using the AR in a cold climate. Oh, so, man. I, I, I would have never have in a million <laughs> nope. years thought that that would occur. You can freeze yeah. your gun. Yeah, you can, free, yeah, you can freeze your, your glove, and it's just it's, it's harder on a long-term basis being outside in the cold. So our, our carbon fiber actually is both insulative and conductive. And like we said, on the inside, there's a, a lattice structure that almost acts like an insulation barrier on like a window. So there's an air barrier in, in there as well as the carbon fiber that will insulate the endothermic action of the aluminum and the cold from your, from your hand. So it's, it acts as like protection and it keeps your, um, your grip dry in cold conditions. It's going to give you longer, longer, more effective, comfortable time in a cold climate on on your rifle. Especially, you know, this time of year, you're out predator. That's Correct. that's yeah. what guys are exactly. doing right now, are predator yep. hunting, and it's it's. Yeah. Other than the last couple of days here in central Pennsylvania, yeah. <laughs> we've been in polar vortex and yep. it's been cold. Yeah. Um, everybody, if you can't get down here to booth three twenty seven in the gun hall. Um, 
if they, if they can't get down here this week to check your product out, to purchase your product, how can they find you guys elsewhere when uh, outside of the show? So we have a full web store at www.futureforge.com. Just click Shop the Forge, and there's, there's two different uh, categories there between foregrips and grips. And we also do a whole lot of custom work. We like to work specifically closely with the customer. So if you have you know, a custom idea in mind of like, hey, I want a grip with, with this shape or nothing, if you have a grip that just hasn't ever fit you for the AR platform, we can hook you up. We can actually customize the size of our grips to fit your hand specifically. So if it's not on the web store, we like to customize it specifically for you and your rifle. And uh, most of the products that are available here at, at the show are available online, but at the show there's also some new color combinations and a totally new model that's coming out in March as well. Okay, you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Appreciate your time, guys. Thank Thanks. you very much. Thank Thanks. you, sir. Yes, thank All you. Thanks for having us. All right, guys, we're up here in the rifle hall, and uh, we just stopped in. Uh, so I don't know how many years it's actually been, but... Uh, it has to be at least seven years now that I've had a black rain ordinance sticker on my four-wheeler. And the reason I have it is when I came up here years ago, they not only had the baddest-looking uh, firearms in this building, but um, honestly, here we are at the 10-year anniversary of them, and things haven't changed. So, Justin and uh, Charlie. Yes, sir. Tell everybody where Black Rain Ordinance is from and, and what it's about, because uh, if you don't get up here to the gun hall, I want, definitely want people to jump online and check them out. Black Rain, we're, we're based out of Neosho, Missouri. Um, Another our, Missouri boy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, here. And it's even, it's even closer. <laughs> Grant lived in Branson. That was an hour away. But Charlie's from Cassville, guys. That's right. Right in town. Yeah, and he knows where shell knob is? I'm gonna have. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to keep kicking this hey, stone down the road, or I know who, it's gonna go Missouri uh, style quick. Who has jumped off the shell knob bridge here? Raise your hand. Uh, I was never brave enough to jump off that <laughs> shell right. knob bridge. All right, then who's done it twice? Raise your hand. Oh man, I wouldn't do it twice. That's it, for sure. I get a nosebleed on the stools, so you guys know that. But uh, so but, we're in the, in the rifle hall up here. If you guys come back here and uh, 428's the number. 428 is the booth number and. Uh, uh, it's it's tough. It's tough to walk around and see everything, but this is where you need to be. Yeah, I, I've stopped here every year, and uh, it was the first year I actually got to meet meet these guys in person and get a chance to talk. So, uh, um, coming out of Missouri, who thought this up? Where did it start? We used to do a lot of gun shows. I, this Justin, I <clears throat> had a gun shop for a long time. My dad, my uncles, and my grandfather. And, me and Charlie were best friends, and we'd roll on the road together, and there was lots of window time and lots of talk and how to build a better mousetrap. And right. Coming from that area where I knew, you know, the customers, I knew the whole everything, how it worked, and, and Charlie was rapidly catching on, and he was from the law enforcement sector, and I was from the fire department sector, and, and so we just kept banging ideas off each other and seeing what stuck, and a lot of funny ideas, a lot of things that happened, but just came up with the idea and assembled a dream team and and just made it happen, you know, and and a lot of lot of hurdles, no doubt, in that ten year period. Yeah. But here we are ten years later and sell across the nation and just a very successful company. So. What did your yeah. com what, what what all did your company offer? What um so if they would go out and try to check you guys out and they can't come to the show? 
Yeah, Facebook, Instagram, um, our website, www.blackrainordinance.com. Ordinance spelled O-R-D-N-A-N-C-E. Um, that can take them to our to our website, and then they can order direct online. We can ship um, to a local gun shop in your area. If you don't have a local gun shop, we can set that up. We can find one that'll do the transfer for you. What, what's your favorite? What's your favorite that you make, John? My favorite. Well, you have to keep in mind. I've seen I've seen so many of them, and and right now my favorite is the is the uh, Tiger Eye. 458 SOCOM 10 and a half inch pistol. Yeah, man. That is a that is a little truck cannon. I love that. It. Would go well in Barry County. Yes, it would. <laughs> boy, that's a pig hunter's dream yeah. right there. Yeah. Yeah. I missed it. What's it chambered in? 458 SOCOM. Oh my goodness. Kills on one end, cripples on the other. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's my gonna be my new groundhog popper. Yeah. That's the American way, right there. Bigger's better. You oh know, that's, yeah. It's, that's a 325 grain bullet. You can go on up higher even. Up to 600. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, think really honestly, for me personally, what makes you guys stick out to me that for you know we been coming here since we were in strollers since it's our backyard and is 10 years ago whenever you know seven ten years ago when i got that sticker there's some guns in this hall that look really cool but you guys stuck out way before anybody else did mm-hmm. right and, you know i honestly think that the the uh, firearms that you guys had back in the day were far surpassed anybody else that had them at the time you i know? feel like a lot of that we were cutting edge on a lot of that yeah. design the colors billet and, and as we go through that 10-year period and look back and we see things, it's like, oh, we were doing that a long time that's, ago. And yeah. it, you know, We were the exactly first company to, to put a logo on our upper. Um, no one was logo in their uppers, and I, I don't understand why. I guess they weren't proud of what they were doing. but right. Nobody was held accountable. If you look at our rifles, inside and out, everything is labeled and marked, and it's subtle. It's not like a NASCAR where it's all you know labeled up, but... It is on there where you know every piece of that rifle, where it's manufactured, who's going to stand behind it if you have a problem. Um, that's the other thing. By being a small company, you know, you've got that friendship on the phone that you're going to talk to a real person if you call in. You're not going to talk to a, a computer. Amen to that, yeah, man. So. Yeah. That's what, that's what you it's need. It's important. That's the, the past customer is just as important as the future customer. And it's a family. It's a lifestyle. So. At Rutten River truly believes in that. We try to bring everybody together, too. And that's, we get that. The brotherhood is strong. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. What's a uh, last question for me, Justin? Because I want everybody to go to your website and check everything out. But if I were to want a new coyote gun, what would you suggest over there to hunt coyotes with? And don't tell, don't not that big cannon. No, I, no. I want to, I want to have the cream, the cream or yeah, that's a that's a monster. But but we do a lot of calibers, and I know right now that Valkyrie is on fire, is and that and the Grindle, the six five Grindle, of course, has always been a, a heavy hitter there. But long range, accurate, high speed. And you still get it in that AR-15 platform, so it's lightweight. You can handle it in the field. I love it. If guys want to get in touch with you through the website and all, and uh, they have questions, it's a it's a decent way to get a hold of you and, and ask you questions and get, get the knowledge they need. Absolutely, we've got we check that all the time. I've got one guy that's his his job is working on that website and and fielding those questions, sending them to the proper desk. You know, so you come into that info at blackrainordinance.com, you know, tag it to Justin, tag it to Charlie, tag it to whoever you need to and or management or sales or whatever, and they'll get it to the right box and you will get an answer back. It's not. That's what I say. It's customer service and and it's open. So. Well, it, it, it never ceases to amaze me when you guys bring new stuff out here every year. It's a, it's like eye candy when you're driving yeah. around and, <laughs> right. you know, it's driving around a car lot out here. You know, it, it's not it's not too uh, it's. You drive right by and like, dude, look at that 
Look at that new truck. It's all jacked up and lifted with the baddest tires on. They stand out, that's for sure. I, yeah. I, I call their, their rifles the Ferraris. Yeah. Of, I was going to say Ferrari. That's why I was stumbling. But I was thinking this big, massive truck because they're meaner than that. They're, always, they're, they're next level. Uh, they're High just speed. next yeah. level. That's been from day one. The idea, he talks about windshield time. It was not one corner is going to be cut. They're right. not cutting yeah. a single nah. corner on anything that we do. We would be proud to carry anything that we sell, yeah. and and that's right. that's what we've strived for and stuck to from day one. Completely made in America. I source every single part for every one of these, all in the United States. Beautiful. We don't, uh, we just don't skimp well, at guy, all. Charlie, Guys, thanks for doing what you do. Absolutely, it's, I was going to say it's that. It's truly an art form. Thank you. Well, we appreciate you guys too. Yeah. And, and the show here is awesome, and the people are friendly, and there's tons of people through, and the NRA, and just can't yeah. say enough good things about the Second Amendment support here in this area, for Absolutely. sure. Absolutely. No, we're going to check in with you guys again next year to see what's new, and until then, you guys jump over on the website and see what they have to offer we'll you. You won't be, be disappointed. We'll also be NRA and Indianapolis, too. There so you go. You any can of your see fans out there, yeah. You and can and come I think in there. the summer, I'm going to sneak over. You should. Come I'll, over. I, I, I hit Southwest We'll go noodling Missouri. over there or something, right? <laughs> <laughs> we can do it. it we'll I will, I'm down. If you drive down, I'll jump off I'll, the bridge with you. <laughs> all right. I'll drive you there. Hold 16 them hours. Charlie might Hold have to push it. me, but I'll go. All right. Thank <laughs> I you, I got guys. another bridge jump in me. I might I might do that, too. <laughs> you never know. Thanks, stay, guys. Thanks, stay guys. tuned, Thank guys. You. We're going to head on out and get some more stuff here for you. Appreciate it. Thank you, guys. And we are back in the Outfitter Hall. We're at booth 6214 with the Racks and Tracks Outfitters. Uh, we have with us Megan Evanhoff, her husband Nick Evanhoff is uh, one of the guides with the outfitter. Okay. Um, and Megan's going to tell us all about uh, Mr. Sycophus's Racks and Tracks Outfitters out in Indiana. Yeah, so hi, I'm Megan. Hello. Hi, Megan. Um, Bill is our, uh, is our uh, owner. He uh, fortunately couldn't make it this year, um, but we're filling in for him. Um, Nick and I are from Harrisburg. Um, he goes out and guides for Bill. Um, we do whitetail, we do turkey hunts, and uh, we do predator hunts as well. Um, so throughout the season, he makes his frequent two-week trips and and all that stuff. Back so. and forth. Back yeah. and forth. That's awesome. Now, Megan, you guys have some beautiful deer uh, both here in the booth and photos um, of them here. Uh, and it looks like you guys have a good mix of archery and gun hunts. When do your seasons start out there? So um, depending on what the hunter is interested in, we have um, early archery hunts, which we run uh, the first week of October. Okay. Um, and then we, we, we start into the archery rut, which is uh, third week of October. Okay. Um, then, then two more weeks in November. And then we run two weeks of gun. Yep. Um, which is it's rifle okay and then um in december we run one week of muzzle loader okay wow full service there yeah mm -hmm. so uh, i'm coming into town yes what happens so uh if you're from out of town we meet you um you know at the local walmart whatever uh you know location yeah. and uh you get the uh out-of-state uh, hunting license, which is $150 for a non-resident of Indiana. Okay. Um, you know, once you get that all squared away, Nick will take you over um, to the lodge uh, where it's, you know, top of the line, five-star. We, we consider five-star lodge. Yeah. 
Um, and then you're there for the remainder of the week. Uh, we bring you in on Friday, and then you hunt Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Most guys hunt Wednesday morning if they haven't gotten anything by then, and then they they leave Wednesday afternoon to, okay. to come on home. Um, now, now, the lodge itself, um, is that just, you know, is there any meals or anything like yes, that included? Yep. So our pricing um, includes meals and lodging. Okay. Uh, it varies, again, depending on what the hunter is interested in, yep. um, whether or not it's archery firearm or muzzleloader, mm -hmm. you know. Um, so it does range a little bit, but all of it include all of our pricing includes um, your meals and lodge, except for the out-of-state license. That's okay. additional. Yeah, understandable. And uh, what part of Indiana exactly are you guys located in? We are uh, north central Indiana, so we're an hour and a half north of Indianapolis, uh, about an hour south of South Bend, so we're smack, you know, in the center of the. About, a, about nine hours away from. Yeah, that about mountain. nine, nine, nine and a half. I mean, PA Turnpike. Yeah. Is half Five. of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then, you know, then it's just a short little trip through Ohio and in Indiana, you're there. No okay. time. It's real easy. And you guys also uh, guide for turkeys as well, correct? Yes, we do have um, our spring gobbler. Um, they, those prices are also includes lodge and meals. Yep. Um, and, and again, then you have the, the over-the-counter license in addition as well. Mm -hmm. Spring, and spring turkey's right around the corner. Do you, yes. Do you still have openings? We do, yeah. you want to get out yep. there? Yep, we, we do. You can, if you're interested, you can go on to our website, which is racksintracks.net. It's not .com. Okay. I messed that up a few times today. No, that's all right. That's understandable. <laughs> and... Uh, do you have like a social media page that people could we follow? We do. Or? We have. We're on Facebook, uh, Racks and Tracks Outfitters uh, LLC. You can find us on Facebook. We do have the website, and then um, if you have any questions, you can email us at info at racksandtracks.net, and help you out as best we can. Excellent. Excellent. Awesome. Thank you very much for spending some time with us today. We appreciate it. Yeah, you yeah. guys have been great over the past couple of days too. So like accommodating and and welcoming too. Thank you. So this is a first time podcast, so yep. a little bit nervous. Yeah, but that's all right. That's all right. We do. we really appreciate. Yeah, no problem, guys. Again, if you're interested in booking an Indiana whitetailer turkey hunt, be sure to check out racksandtracks.net or email them at info at racksandtracks.net. We are now back at the Wall of Guns with Christina Palado from the NRA, who we've talked to you a couple times this week. Uh, what is this? I mean, because a lot of people just walk by it. Mm -hmm. um, even people have been coming for years. What's going on in this area? Sure, yeah. So we do get some window shoppers here at the Wall of Guns. It's a huge display. They've got more than 40 firearms in here. So it's actually a raffle. It's a firearm raffle. Winner gets their choice of firearm off the wall. Okay. Um, it's a fundraiser for the NRA Foundation. Okay. So the Friends of NRA Banquet, That's oh, sounds like we have a winner here right oh, now. Wow. They just rang the bell. So we're... Okay. We're, so it's not... You don't have to wait till the end of the week. This no. Is this is all ongoing. It's ongoing all week long. As okay. soon as 100 tickets are sold in a round, they pick a new winner. So uh, you can come by, look at the winner's board. You can see how many rounds they've been through by how many tickets are up there on the winner's board. Okay. Um, and you don't even have to be present to win. You can 
stop by, buy a ticket, and leave the show, and they'll give you a call if your ticket's picked. Okay. It's only $10 a ticket. You get a 1 in 100 chance to win your choice off that wall. For $10. Yeah, so you could, there's some pretty cool stuff up there, okay. um, as well as a cash prize. So, you know, you could, you could be walking out either, you know, a few hundred dollars richer or, yeah. you know, going to have a firearm uh, sent to you at home. And it's some pretty nice stuff. I mean, I'm looking, there's the uh, Mossberg American, there's a AR, AR platform, there's pistols, shotguns, pretty much everything going on. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and it's all um, it's all a fundraiser for the NRA Foundation, okay. um, which is the country's leading charitable organization for the shooting sports. So it all goes to great programs and organizations. What kind of programs are in in the shooting sports? Sure. So programs that the NRA Foundation supports include 4-H, Boy Scouts, uh, air rifle teams, okay. shotgun teams in high yeah. schools and colleges, all sorts of firearms education and safety training programs throughout the country. Okay. Perfect. That's great. So Buck, do you on. have any questions about it? I've I've walked past this thing for four years now, and yeah. I've always wondered what it was about. I didn't realize it was for on behalf of the NRA. I just and thought for it was, the foundation. And that's for even the foundation. better. Right. I didn't I didn't realize any of this. Yeah, we're at the Wall of Guns, which is right by the boat hall and the fishing hall in the hallway. I would yeah, call the this main the hallway. Main, like the main yeah, corridor. the main hallway, yeah. main quarter. So. Yeah. Right and a lot of the, the, uh, the pickle guy. So if you see the pickle guy, <laughs> go, get some pickles and go uh, enter a chance to get a gun. The pickle guy actually comes over here and buys a lot of tickets, oh, too. Yeah. So oh, take nice. a page out of his book and yeah. come on down and buy tickets yeah. at the wall. So, guns. again, you'd want to do this a couple times a day because it's 100 tickets. Yeah. It goes. And we have a winner right here in front of us, I think, guys. Yes, we do. I'm sorry to interrupt, but I, I just wanted to call that yeah. out. He's gentleman was standing right here. They just called it. We're yep. watching it, folks. This does happen. People do win guns. In fact, I do know somebody who won a gun two years ago. Oh, yes. From this. So people do win. It, it's, it's here. Get down. Supports great causes. NRA. We can't thank the NRA enough. Well, we're so happy to be here and to be able to be part of this community and to be able to give back to this community because a lot of the funding that gets raised here at the show by the NRA Foundation comes back into central Pennsylvania. We've Perfect. given back yeah. more than $245,000. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I think you guys helped the Harrisburg Police Department That's right. purchase, uh, was it another canine unit or they, they a couple had, different ones? Yes, yeah, I think there was yes. a car maybe in a, a canine. Car, yeah, especially. Mm -hmm. So, folks, get down here. It helps everybody. It's win-win regardless. So yep. get on down to the uh, Great American Outdoor Show and uh, check everything out. Head on over to the Wall of Guns. Drop $10. Win a gun. Help some good causes out. Yep. Thank you, Christina. Thank Thanks for having it. me. Hey, guys. We are down at the Skeleton Office's booth, 2503. And... Uh, we're here with Colin, and he's going to tell us a little bit about this products that they have here. I, they, I heard that they have a pretty good story. So, uh, Colin, nice to meet you. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Yeah, so we're Skeleton Optics. We're the only veteran-owned sunglass company in the industry. Wow. We started four years ago. Uh, Marine Mark Yano started the company. Um, and straight away, we designed all of our lenses and frames uh, with Carl Zeiss lenses uh, uh -huh. from Germany. So we're working with top-of-the-line optics. Mm -hmm. uh, we brought in Tripel technology, 
And what we're talking about with that is if you drop it on concrete, if you take a Sharpie and you doodle all over it, it'll just wipe right off. You're not going to damage your sunglasses, anything short of dropping it out of your truck and running it over a couple times. Wow, yeah. Well, we see some of the uh, the torture tests you're putting on here, you know, the shotguns and the BB guns, and, the, you know, it's a big difference, you know, as far as sturdiness of these mm -hmm. uh, these glasses. I mean, you could, can you step on them? Yeah, so, I mean, with, when we're talking about our ballistic glasses, that's a whole other level. So the, the certification that we talk about is you, what you know, what the general population knows, a safety glass is called ANSI 87 Plus, right? Okay. That's your normal mm -hmm. safety glass. You can spend $2 on and get a good pair of that, right? Yeah. We design a product called Milspec Ballistic Class 1 Safety Glasses, right? And that's a shooting glass and it's a safety glass. Okay. Our product is what? The SEAL Team 6 guys are running, what Green Beret guys are running, all the three-letter alphabet guys, FBI, CIA, ATF, yeah, yeah. all of them are running our product because wow. it is seven times stronger than ANSI 87. Wow. We shot both of them in a test from 15 feet away with a 12-gauge shotgun. And the ANSI 87, as you can see, blew into a few different pieces. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And our product uh, survived the test with zero penetration. Wow. It's incredible. I mean, it really is. So, I mean, that's... Something that uh, you know takes you, uh, you notice right away. Mm -hmm. So, so, so I mean, what, this is not definitely a, uh, your average pair. Of not glasses. at all. What what type of edge would uh, an outdoors person have, or could gain by using skeleton optics? Yeah. So the two big things are our biggest crowd is fishing and hunting, right? Okay. So if you're fishing, you're mostly talking about quality polarization yeah. and water penetration, right? Yep. So our polarization is built into the molecular compound of the optics themselves. We're using polycarbonate lenses and we're coming out with the highest quality lenses on the market as yeah. far as polarization and water penetration goes. So if you're in clear water and you're running our blue lens, you're seeing fish down 70, 80, 100 feet on a clear day. Wow. Holy smokes. Wow. Wow. What, what, about, what do you say? Yeah. <laughs> uh, what about hunting? Yeah, for hunting, you know, you're really focusing on um, getting through the trees, seeing the deer. You know, mm -hmm. these animals are designed to blend in with their surroundings, yeah. right? So you want to be able to see the contrast in what you're looking at. We suggest a bronze or a green lens for that kind of hunting. And uh, that's going to allow you to see the contrast between fur, the light reflecting off the eyes, Wow. and be able to pick them out of the trees. Wow. Now, when you're shooting, a lot of people don't know, you never want to wear polarized glasses when you're firing a gun. Because when you're looking down range and you think you're dead on target, if you're wearing a polarized lens, polarization naturally distorts light. So if you're looking through and you think your laser's dead on the target, you're probably an inch or two off one way or the other. Oh, no wow. way. Would not have known that. No, me neither. So can people buy glasses here at the show? Are you taking orders or can you walk out with a pair? That's right. So we're running show specials all, uh, all show long here at the Great American Outdoor Show. You can also buy our product online, skeletonoptics.com. And we're, we try to be as many outdoor hunting and fishing shows as possible around the country. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Colin. Yeah, thank Thanks. you. Yeah, 100%. Great product. Yeah. Thanks, buddy. Thanks. Hey guys, we happen to run into none other than Alan Probst, uh, PA hunting legend. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. In the main least, stem that's here. That's what my family thinks anyway. Yeah, well, yeah, we do too. Yeah. We do too. Um, you know, uh, tell us what you're doing here. You know, this is a this is a big event for you. Yeah, this actually, you know, I only live about an hour and a half north of here. 
um, you know, I'm fortunate enough through the TV work to have a lot of people that have seen my stuff. And, uh-huh. you know, I'm, I'm actually one of the speakers here. I speak pretty much every day uh, on trapping. Um, usually it's uh, coyotes or fox, and, you know, the methods and techniques yeah. that we use for that. Uh, a few years back, probably about four or five years ago, I started uh, a meat company, which kind of goes synonymous with my brand, Wild. Yeah, sure, sure. And, and, you know, the faction of the, the company is Wild Meats. And so I have a couple booths here where we sell uh, venison, elk, buffalo, uh, alligator, in summer sausages. We sell it in uh, stick forms. We also have a Gouda cheese, which is really good. And we also carry a line of beef jerky and beef sticks. So ultimately, I'm down here. I bring uh, six or eight employees with me, and we have a few booths. And uh, I'm back and forth between there and the right, the, the right. hall. I can vouch for. I was just going to say, yeah. Deke literally just had the Gouda, in which he normally talks by now. Yeah. So everybody's clear. <laughs> I'm still I'm still savoring it. I'm still yeah. savoring that Gouda, and it had she she's like, you need to taste the Gouda with the bison summer sausage. Yes as a combo and it, it was works. excellent it works and you know that's the biggest thing you know here you know over the nine days i believe it's anywhere from 225 to 250,000 people through yeah. the doors and ultimately you know i know myself I, if i see something that i've never had or whatever i'm not gonna buy so we were sampling all day long sure. in yeah. both booths we're sampling in the one booth our beef jerky and beef sticks and then we have our wild uh you know, critters I call them yeah. in our in our other booth that uh, we sample as well and give people an opportunity. But the cheese, yeah, the cheese is a uh, Gouda cheese. We bring that in. Uh, that it's imported from Holland. It's made in Holland. Comes in on uh, big 20, 22 pound wheels, and we cut it up from that. No that's, way. That's awesome. Yeah. It's definitely it makes a good mac and cheese. I'm, oh, he- I'm heading right back down to that cheese. Deke didn't share that. Sorry. Grab me a sample, bud. No, Next we- time. Yeah, I was like, what are you doing? He's still picking his teeth. <laughs> what did we have on the way over here when we came to meet him? It was, uh, was that elk stick? What I was think that? so. We were down at the, uh, Bobby Yerg's booth. Yeah. And it, yeah. that he booth was full stuff. of your meat. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, well, we the, appreciate his business. <laughs> <laughs> so what's going on this year with your TV shows? Uh, actually, you know, I went through a rebranding process. Uh, everything that we used to do was uh, under the brand Wild Pennsylvania. Okay. It kind of limited me to Pennsylvania. Sure. You know, a lot of times, you yeah. know, and, and, and there were a few times, like, I have relationships with outfitters that have been created over the past decade or more where we go there. Like, we go to Maine and hunt there and whatever. Yeah. And I'm putting that on Wild Pennsylvania. People are like, whoa, that's not Pennsylvania. And it, it just was, <laughs> yeah. a, it was a nightmare when it's come to that. But, and then with the meats, it kind of was, you know, in that realm too, Wild Pennsylvania. And, you know, you get those people once in a while and they're like, well, I don't. I've never seen any wild elk and yeah. or buffalo wild or gator. alligator in Pennsylvania. Yeah, where's that gator farm in yeah, Pennsylvania? Exactly. <laughs> so, so you know, we zoo. spend a lot of time exactly the zoo. Yeah, we, a funny we usually way to sneak in down farm. in Philly. We go to the zoo about three a.m. and get them yeah. out of there. But you know, I rebranded. Uh, everything is now the Wild brand, and then the TV show is going to be called Wild Sportsman TV. Uh, we'll be starting back up with new episodes uh, running in July on AT&T Sportsnet out of Pittsburgh. Okay. Um, then we're going to be on the AT&T Sportsnet uh, Southwest, Northwest, and Central. So we're going to be a lot of those uh, states like Texas, Colorado, Washington, Oregon, all that. And then, you know, but the, 
the main, you know, nucleus of our show is here in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Uh, out of Pittsburgh, where we cover most of the whole state except the Comcast Philly market. Okay. That's like one of the best parts, in my opinion, about Pennsylvania is because of the numbers of hunters we got, mm-hmm. everybody, you know, of course, we all cut our teeth on whitetails, yep. right? But yep. everybody has their little niche that they found outside of the whitetail world. There's guys that talk about nothing but hunting antelope yep. or guys that want to chase elk, you know, but they're all central Pennsylvania boys and we grew up just Absolutely. doing it. Absolutely. And there's a way, and that's, that's, you know, really this show, when you think about it, being able to come down here to the largest outdoor show in the world, open to the public, yeah, and being able to come down here and from a young age and and see the mounts and, and everything in that outfitter hall and and get that opportunity. Now, if this show wasn't in Harrisburg, if this show was in say Louisville, Kentucky, I don't think that would have been the case with a lot of the Pennsylvania hunters. I think That's that true. I think that having them outfitters here and them coming in here, seeing that, having and working towards that opportunity to get out there. Then they go and do it, and they see how beautiful it is out in Wyoming or out in Montana or out in South Dakota and all those things. And it really creates just, oh, I want to go back out there. Yeah. You oh, know? yeah. It, but, yeah, mm-hmm. you're right on target. There's a lot of guys uh, in Pennsylvania that go on a lot of hunts. Yep. Yeah, we always like to joke about the, like, Iowa has, you know, has their, the Midwest Absolutely, has, you know. Yep. And I, I always say that. Most of those hunters are PA guys anyway. Oh, so yeah. They're, they're, yeah. We're making probably, their numbers. We, we help all the numbers in all those <laughs> oh, yeah. big buck western yeah. states, Illinois, yeah. uh, Iowa, Kansas, Missouri, all those places. I guarantee you there's a lot of Pennsylvania people yeah. spend a lot of money oh, in those yeah. states. I, I talked to a guy this morning at work who booked at this show a moose hunt for yeah. Canada, you know, and just central Pennsylvania guy, him and his wife are going on a moose hunt. This past which, year, they were on an elk hunt. So. Yeah, which is my favorite. Yeah. yeah. Uh, moose hunting moose. is, uh, that's just, I, I got opportunity. I was lucky. I don't know. I'm not usually lucky in those drawings and things, but first year I applied for a main moose tag, I drew. Oh, wow. And then the next year, that's called <laughs> I living, drew. Right? Did you buy a lottery ticket that, that week? Yeah, <laughs> I should have. And then the following year, I drew the first time I tried in New Brunswick. <laughs> and I was just hooked. And yeah. the moose and moose meat. If if you ever get an opportunity to hunt moose and moose meat or eat moose meat, it's pretty fantastic. Pretty fantastic. It is pretty yep. fantastic. Exactly. Well, Alan, I definitely appreciate you taking time with us Absolutely. and uh, and sharing a little bit about the your new the new product um, and the, updating us on the show. For any of our listeners. When is your seminars at the show the rest of the week? Uh, pretty much, uh, I'm going to be there anywhere between 12 and 1. Okay, um, so just look at the schedule. You look at the schedule, but I think the only day, uh, I think maybe Saturday is 11 a.m., but most every okay. other day it's either 12 or 12.30. Um, and I wish you guys the best. What you guys do with, you know, what you're doing with the podcast and other things in the industry, you know, all of this helps the industry and and getting the word out there and and it's a credit to you guys to be going around here and you know for the guys that are listening to this or girls that are listening to this um you know they're walking around with backpacks and and electronic equipment cameras it's it's (laughs) tactical bags it's like it's all this equipment it's guerrilla guerrilla style media exactly it's not it's not easy And, and it's uh it's something that you know I wish you guys the best with it. Anytime you need anything, feel free to reach out. Oh, thank you, thank you very much. Yeah, it's going to start with a little bit of that cheese. Absolutely. <laughs> we will give you some. 
Nice. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you, Appreciate it. Thanks a lot.